Let's wholesale real estate. We're gonna wholesale real estate. If you wanna wholesale real estate, then you are in the right place. You don't need no money, you don't need no credit. It's so simple that anyone can get it. Luke's gonna teach you just how to get started. All you have to do is learn and apply it. You are in the right place. You're gonna wholesale real estate. You're gonna wholesale real estate. So let's get started. What's going on, good people? Sock Passe, not Boule, and welcome to another episode of School of Wholesaling. Guys, boy, am I glad to be back. It's been a little while uh, since my last episode, and I sincerely apologize to all of you for, uh, for you know, not making a show. Um, it's been a little crazy, and the life of Luke Medeus, uh, we just uh, opened up our new office in downtown recently, so we've been dealing with that. And um, and just a lot of and a lot of growth in the company um, that just needed some attention. Plus, I have some amazing students that are rocking and rolling and crushing it right now. Um, so it's been a pretty awesome time. Uh, and I'm glad to be back with you guys right now. Uh, by the way, if you don't know what this show is all about, welcome to the show of School of Wholesaling, where we talk about everything wholesaling real estate and help you start your wholesaling business. Um, for those of you who already know what this show is all about, welcome back. And if you haven't subscribed yet, you should be ashamed of yourself. Subscribe right now, all right? Because if you've already been here and you're coming back, you must love the information. And I hope you do because I'm giving it to you guys for free. So please subscribe. I wouldn't want you guys to miss anything. Subscribe right now. Connect with me on Instagram at Luke Madeus. And uh, yeah, let's get it started. I got something I want to talk to you guys about um, that is going to be really cool today. I actually got a uh, a request from someone on Instagram. And uh, what they were asking about was pre-foreclosures. Uh, they wanted to know uh, how to identify a good pre-foreclosure deal. And exactly what to look for when dealing with pre-foreclosures. So before we get started on that, I just want to say, I just want to say, if you guys haven't already, if you're new to the show and you haven't already downloaded the free course, download it right now at schoolofwholesaling.com. It's going to give you the foundation of a wholesale deal and how to go through the process. All right. So download that right now if you haven't already done it at schoolofwholesaling.com. Okay, so pre foreclosures. What is pre foreclosures? For those of you who don't know what a pre foreclosure is, a pre foreclosure is simply the early stages of a property being repossessed by its lender. So the properties that have mortgages on them, if someone fails to pay their mortgage and they they miss a payment, they they are considered uh, in default. So they have defaulted on their payment, and uh, when that happens, the property. Uh, starts to go into pre-foreclosure. So it's the process that happens right before the property actually gets foreclosed on and the bank repossesses the property. All right, so what does this mean for you? What does pre-foreclosure properties mean for you as a wholesaler? Well, I'll tell you what. Um, it's definitely a great source of motivated sellers. Um, it's a great way to find good deals. And this is a beautiful way to create creative deals. All right. I'm not going to get too much into creative deals, guys. This is definitely a wholesaling podcast. Uh, but if you haven't already, I'll take a look at some creative deals like subject to and seller financing and things like that. Wrap notes and things like that. If you want to be able to get properties uh, that you can uh, have as a long term investment, this is a great way to do it. All right. 
So why are, why are the sellers motivated? Well, if a seller is in default with their property, uh, with their mortgage payments, that means that they could be in some sort of financial situation, which can cause them not to be able to pay the, pay the mortgage. And they're at risk of losing the property anyway. So a lot of times uh, what, what sellers will do is they will just sell it versus losing it altogether. Another thing too, when a person gets foreclosed on, right, by, by the lender, uh, it actually hurts their credit really badly. It, it will keep them from being able to get another mortgage for a number of years. So a foreclosure is the worst thing that could happen to any homeowner. So, you know, selling the property before it gets into foreclosure is a good idea simply because they can preserve their credit and still be able to get out there and find another property if they need to and when they need to. So they're motivated, guys. They're definitely motivated and the deals are good. Now, Exactly. How do you find pre-foreclosures anyway? All right. So there's a few ways you could do it. All right. You can utilize a local a local list broker, someone who is in the county records. And this is what they do all day. They just get into the county records in your local county and they look up different records in the county and then they make lists out of them. Um, so a list broker is a really good source. Uh, but you have to make sure you're going with someone that is getting in, into that county records, and that's what they do. You know, don't go with any of those uh, any of those major nationwide list brokers. A lot of times, their information um, is is uh, is just old. It's old, so uh, they, they're not in the county on a regular basis. Uh, we have a list broker here in Orange County that we utilize, um, and what they do is they simply just uh, they they pull lists all day like that's their that's their actual business is pulling lists every single day and they give us a list of pre-foreclosures uh about uh, once a week so it's 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 a really cool thing it's a really really cool thing so make sure you find a local list broker and how do you find one um go to your local ria a lot of times other investors know who the list brokers are in your area so just get with other investors go to your local ria your local real estate uh investing uh, association uh, or just go to meetups and ask around, hey, do you know a, a local list broker that can get me pre-foreclosure uh, uh, leads? And uh, you'll find one. You'll find one. Uh, another way you can do it is you can do it yourself straight out of the county records. Uh, what you'll be looking for is you'll be looking for a notice of default or a list pendants because that's what gets filed when uh, a, a pre-foreclosure takes effect. Uh, the bank will file a list pendants on the uh, on the borrower. And uh, that has to be recorded on the county records. So if your county has records online, you can actually find this information and you can start building your own list out of it. Um, the third way that I know of is uh, Zillow. You can check Zillow. Zillow actually has a little pre-foreclosure option uh, uh, on, on its search. So you can search for properties that are in pre-foreclosure according to Zillow. And you could reach out to those homeowners and, um, and uh, you know, try to work a deal with them. So once you find a list or once you know who's in pre-foreclosure and you want to pursue that lead, how exactly are you going to market to pre-foreclosures? Well, there are a number of ways you could do it. Well, one way you could do it is door knocking. Okay, this is a, this is an effective way to market for pre-foreclosures is door knocking. Uh, you only get one chance at this, guys, with door knocking. So please be very, very careful on how you approach uh, the uh, pre-foreclosure leads, especially not saying Hey, I know you're in pre-foreclosure. Do you want to see a property? Never, ever, ever say that. These these people are in a very tough time in their lives. 
Um, there could be a, num a number of issues happening in their lives that can cause them not to afford to pay their mortgage. Um, they, people can be going through a number of things. They could be going through sickness. Um, they could be going through a, a death and for with with the breadwinner, maybe the breadwinner could have died. They could be going to a divorce. There's a number of things that could be underlying and that's happening. So you definitely don't want to go to nobody, knock on a door and say, hey, I know you're in pre-foreclosure. Do you want to sell this house? I can help you. Don't do that. And another thing, too, another reason why you don't want to do that, guys, is this information is private. OK, well, it's it's public, but to but to them, it's private. Nobody's supposed to know about the fact that they're having money troubles and going through pre-foreclosures. That's going to make the homeowner feel like everybody knows their business and they're not going to want to do business with you. So it's very important that you don't approach them that way. So if you're going to be door knocking, the way you want to do it is you just want to kind of just walk around the neighborhood. You know, walk up to their door, knock on their door and just say something along the lines like, hey, hey, how are you doing? I was actually just uh, walking through the neighborhood and I, and I noticed your house. You know, you have such a beautiful lawn, like point out something good about their house. Um, you have such a beautiful lawn. Uh, you know, I, as a matter of fact, I was actually looking to purchase a property uh, in this area and uh, and just figured, hey, would you be open to selling the property? I, I like your house. And, you know, just see how they respond to that. Um, if they say, you know, well, actually... Yeah, I might consider that. Then you, you you make your way into the door that way, okay? And you work out a deal that way. Um, but do not go up to them and mention pre-foreclosure. Let them mention to you that that's happening so you can build that rapport and that trust with them. Another way is direct mail. So you create a list out of that list or you buy a list from a, a, a list broker and then you mail it out, either mail them postcards or you mail them yellow letters, Um Remember, do not mention that they are in pre-foreclosure. Just simply mention that you're interested in buying their property and for them to give you a call as soon as possible. And also mention, again, these guys have timelines on them. Pre-foreclosure leads have a timeline on them. They're, they're going to get foreclosed on. They don't have years to sell their property. So, you know, bring out that bring out that benefit of being able to sell the property quickly. Okay. That's a huge benefit for them. That means they can get from out of the property very quick and they can get out of their situation very quick, which is important to them. All right. Another way is cold calling, you know, similar to door knocking, you don't want to mention that they're going to pre that they're in pre foreclosure. Just simply mention, Hey, I'm just calling around the neighborhood uh, right now. And uh, I'm actually interested in purchasing a property uh, in the area and just wanted to know whether or not you uh, had a property for sale or know somebody who had a property for sale. And then uh, you could talk to them like that. So those are, those are three different ways that you can get in touch with pre foreclosure leads guys. Uh, one of the most effective ways is door knocking and direct mail. Those are really the top two. Um, so they take advantage of that. Now, when you do find, Someone who is interested in doing business with you, that's a pre-foreclosure lead. Um, you're going to want to know what the term is a good deal when you're working with pre-foreclosure leads. So there's going to be three things, okay? Three main things. The very first and most important thing ever is equity. Equity, 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 equity. All right? I, I, I believe I talked about equity before um, on a previous podcast, but uh, just as a refresher, equity is the amount of value that someone has in their property that they actually own. So for instance, let's say you have a house for $100,000 and you also got a bank loan on that property of $60,000. You actually own, you only own $40,000 of that value because the bank owns the other 60. So that means you have 40% equity. Okay. So what you want to make sure you do is you want to make sure you find uh, people who have equity because you're wholesaling, right? Uh, an, an average wholesaler is going to want to purchase the, the property, any property, uh, for about 
of its uh, of its uh, of its retail value. So if the ARV is one hundred thousand, you're going to want to buy that property around sixty five percent for you, so you can wholesale it and make money. So with that in mind, you want to make sure you're finding deals with at least about thirty five to comfortably fifty percent uh, or more worth of equity. So that way you're able to actually do that deal and um, and you can wholesale it. Otherwise, if the property is over leveraged and they're going to and they're going through pre foreclosure, there's nothing you can do as a wholesaler because the property, the bank loan is uh, is uh, the bank loan uh, is much higher than what you can afford to contract it for to where you can make money. Uh, in that situation, you'd have to pursue a short sale, which is a whole nother topic, guys. So equity is the most important thing. The property doesn't have equity. You got no deal, period. All right. So the other thing is a short timeline. You want to you want to uh, make sure that you're dealing with uh, with folks who need to go right away. Sometimes a, a list pendants will get filed and the person only missed one payment and they can pay that off. So the one thing to look for is when you, you know, the one thing to ask is, hey, how many payments have you missed? How behind are you on your payments? And if they're two or more payments behind, then that then that's a clear indication that they really cannot afford to uh, to uh, to make their payments. Another thing about uh, about the way the bank works, all right, is uh, when a property is going through pre foreclosure and somebody owes the bank money, what they will do is um, when that first payment is due and it's not paid. Uh, and, and it gets to the second payment due, they're not going to accept the first payment without also the second payment. So to make sense of the whole thing, let's say someone's paying $500 a month for their mortgage and they miss a mortgage payment of $500 a month. And then the next month comes along and it's another $500. The bank is not going to accept the previous $500. They're going to only take a thousand for it to clear. Otherwise, they're going to return the check and they're not going to clear that uh, missed payment. So that's huge. OK, because what ends up happening is. Um, if they miss two payments, they're even deeper in the hole and it's harder for them to get out of it. So they're more motivated and they're, and, and they have less options. So just something to keep in mind, guys, um, when dealing with pre foreclosures, you want to look for those folks who are two or more payments, uh, in default. And, uh, you want to look for folks who got equity and you want to look for folks, um, who, uh, you know, who, who are in some sort of uh, situation, uh, that, that, uh, that constitutes a cash offer. Uh, for them. So I hope this has helped you guys. Um, if you guys have any questions about this or any questions about anything else, please feel free to DM me guys at Luke Madeus on IG. I answer my DMs. So don't be afraid to reach out to me guys and, uh, and uh, shoot me a message. Also, if you want help with your first wholesale deal and you would like to work with me personally, uh, like my students, guys, Take advantage of my free 30-minute call, okay? It's free. We talk about getting you started on uh, on the mentorship program. It's one-on-one. -on -one. You work with me directly, and I can help you guys get started, do your first deal, and help you build your wholesaling business. So if you want to take advantage of that, simply book a call with me today at chatwithluke.com, chatwithluke.com, all right, chatwithluc.com, and I'll be more than happy to talk to you about that. By the way, guys, my calendar is pretty open right now, so if you guys want to take advantage of that, it's going to fill up pretty quickly. Book your call right now. All right, guys, so that's it for today's show. I hope you guys have appreciated this show. I hope you find a lot of value out of this show. If you do, you already know what to do. Leave me a review and rate the show and tell me why you do. If you hate it, if you thought this episode was the worst episode you ever heard, do that too. Let me know. I'd love to know why you do, and I can strive to make the 
podcast better. All right. So with that said, guys, that's going to be it for today. I hope all of you have a wonderful day. You guys get out there and crush it and be the best you can be at wholesaling. I know you can do it. So all you got to do is believe you can and take the action. So, guys, with that said, I'll see you guys later. Au revoir. Peace out. Let's wholesale real estate. We're going to wholesale real estate. If you want to wholesale real estate, then you are in the right place. Thank you for listening to School of Wholesale with your host, Luke Madez. If you want more information, subscribe to this podcast as well as follow on Instagram at Luke Madeus. L-U-C-M-A-D-E-U-S. And if you have any questions, send me an email at flippinglegendary at gmail.com. That is flippinglegendary at gmail.com. Let's wholesale real estate. We're going to wholesale real estate.